Hong Kong reports its first novel coronavirus death. It's the second fatality outside mainland China. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte tells Filipinos not to be afraid of the Wuhan coronavirus, which has now killed 425 in China. And the Philippines and Kuwait agree on a new standard contract that aims to protect Filipino workers in the Gulf state. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Hong Kong reports its first novel coronavirus death. A local news broadcaster says a 39-year-old man with an underlying illness died Tuesday, becoming the second fatality outside mainland China. The first was the one reported here in the Philippines. As the virus spreads, hundreds of medical workers have gone on strike in Hong Kong. They're demanding the city government to close its border with China. Yes, they should definitely close the border. Like if they don't ban people with the new coronavirus from getting into Hong Kong, all medical work is meaningless. Hong Kong has 15 confirmed infections so far, many of them brought over from the mainland. Don't be afraid of the novel coronavirus. That message from Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte as he assured Filipinos government can deal with the illness. Krista Lagdameo reports. Everything is well in the country. Uh, there's nothing really to be uh, extra scared uh, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte seeking to reassure Filipinos on the Wuhan coronavirus days after the country reported the first death outside China. In a press briefing in Malacanang after an emergency meeting with his cabinet, Duterte said there is no need to be hysterical as the government is on top of the situation. Why do you have to be hysterical? Why don't you just go to the hospital and have yourself treated? Or if you want quarantine, if you, you suspect that if you have acquired, there will be a solution. Do not be afraid of a, a pandemic style. This is not, I said, the yesteryears. Duterte, who has forged closer ties with China, also appeals to Filipinos to stop what he describes as xenophobic behavior and blaming the Chinese for the spread of the disease. It is not only a... A, 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 a case of uh, bad taste, but it is not good uh, for us. We have many Filipinos in China. Second is, even if there are none, you know, uh, we are a community of nations. We cooperate. China has been kind to us. Uh, we can only also show the same Favor. The president also clarifies the travel ban will remain limited to China and its special administrative regions of Macau and Hong Kong. Any further expansion of the ban will depend on the recommendations of the World Health Organization. Chinese who are in foreign lands on board foreign airliners and they have the valid visa they can come. We go by the regulations that will be given out by the WHO. We cannot act 
on our own. As of the moment, Duterte does not see the urgent need for quarantine facilities, but he has ordered the health department to make preparations. He also says government is moving to acquire fresh supplies of face masks. Duterte vows his administration will be transparent in reporting the real situation of the deadly disease here in the country. This government will never hide anything. If it would cost you life, lives, uh, we will not hide that. Well, China has agreed to allow U.S. health experts into the country to help fight the Wuhan coronavirus as the number of deaths and infections continue to mount. Beijing earlier accused Washington of spreading fear and panic by imposing a travel ban and pulling its citizens out of China. But U.S. officials say the Chinese government has already accepted U.S. help in dealing with the virus. The novel coronavirus now detected in over two dozen countries and affecting the global community requires focused attention. We express our support, prayers, sympathy, and appreciation to the people of China, and especially the health responders on the front lines who are protecting not only their communities, but the world. We are learning more about the virus every day and implementing appropriate public health measures in keeping with WHO's recommendations to minimize the spread based on the best evidence available. The United States is committed with all partners to address this outbreak. On Monday, China's National Health Commission reported 64 more deaths from the Wuhan coronavirus, bringing the death toll to 425. The total number of infections have also risen to more than 20,000. Despite the fast-spreading virus, the World Health Organization believes travel bans against China were unnecessary. There is no reason for measures that unnecessarily interfere with international travel and trade. We call on all countries to implement decisions that are evidence-based and consistent. WHO stands ready to provide advice to any country that's considering which measures to take. The only way we will defeat this outbreak is for all countries to work together in a spirit of solidarity and cooperation. We're all in this together, and we can only stop it together. So the rule of the game is solidarity, solidarity, solidarity. But we see this missing in many corners, and that has to be addressed. Well, the United States confirms its second person-to-person -person transmission of the Wuhan coronavirus. U.S. health officials say the patient from California had close contact with person or with the person who was infected in China. The U.S. has at least 11 confirmed infections, but the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is expecting more cases. We are preparing as if this were the next pandemic, but we are hopeful still that this is not and will not be the case. This is the first time in over 50 years that CDC has issued a quarantine order. While we understand this action may seem drastic, our goal today, tomorrow, and always continues to be the safety of the American public. The actions that the federal government is taking are science-based with the aim of protecting the health and safety of all Americans. Please do not let fear or panic guide your actions. 
well, all Canadians from China will be quarantined for 14 days once they arrive home. That's according to Canada's health minister who says returning citizens will be made to stay at a military base in Ontario. During the 14 days, we'll offer, we'll offer social support as well as mental health services given the stressful experiences that many of these passengers will undergo or have undergone. Part of the reasons why we're offering social support is they will also be isolated from one another. So the uh, isolation isn't just for the group, it's actually individuals who are isolated from one another. So if one person falls ill, uh, that won't necessitate the start of an entire another quarantine for all of the passengers. It means that that person will be identified and then isolated uh, within a hospital setting to treat them and help them recover. More than 300 Canadians are seeking to be flown out of Wuhan, the capital of China's Hubei province, where the novel coronavirus first emerged late last year. Je veux que tous les Canadiens. I want all Canadians currently in Wuhan and their family and loved ones outside the region to know that we are doing all we can to help them and that help is on the way and that they can be in touch with our consular officials for further details. Travel restrictions over the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak may do more harm than good. That's according to former Philippine Health Secretary and now Congresswoman Janet Garin. Garin says even the World Health Organization has yet to issue a global travel advisory to address the risk of the virus. Travel restrictions are actually political decisions, not scientific decisions, because some um, viruses by history, let's say, hindi sila na agad-agad natatanggal with travel bans, except if you're in the epicenter. Usually, too much travel restrictions, ang attitude ng tao, maghahanap yan ng paraan. Lilipad yan ng ibang bansa, like, people will go through Thailand. People will go through, let's say... Just to get yeah, in. Just to get to a country, especially if you have family. Ang nangyayari, hindi mo tuloy nababantayan ng maigi. The Philippines still bird flu free. That's despite an outbreak in China and India. But Philippine Agriculture Secretary William Dar says government is closely monitoring the situation. Bird flu has already killed thousands of chickens in Chinese farms in recent days. A similar outbreak back in 2013 resulted in economic losses with 6.5 billion dollars are worth 6.5 billion dollars according to the UN. In the United States, the Republican-controlled Senate likely to acquit President Trump this week, but that did not stop Democrats from unleashing a blistering attack as they issue a forceful appeal for the Republican leader's conviction. I submit to you on behalf of the House of Representatives that your duty demands that you convict President Trump. Democratic managers on Monday made a last-ditch appeal to a Republican-controlled Senate in the impeachment trial of Donald Trump. We have proved that the president abused his power. A president who can obstruct and thwart the impeachment power becomes unaccountable. Donald Trump has betrayed his oath to protect and defend the Constitution. But it's not too late for us to honor ours. In their closing arguments, Democrats hammered their case, arguing that witnesses and testimony show that Trump withheld congressionally approved military aid to Ukraine in an effort to pressure Kiev into announcing potentially damaging investigations of Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden. 
Democrats in the House of Representatives approved articles of impeachment accusing Trump of abusing his office and obstructing Congress's investigation. Today we urge you in the face of overwhelming evidence of the president's guilt and knowing that if left in office he will continue to seek foreign interference in the next election, to vote to convict on both articles of impeachment and to remove from office Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States. But the Democrats' sweeping oratory and arguments citing America's founding documents are unlikely to change the outcome. It seems all but certain that Republicans will vote to acquit the president this week. Despite reports last week that Trump's former national security adviser was aware of the alleged pressure campaign against Ukraine, most Republicans voted to make this the first impeachment trial in U.S. history without witnesses. Most Republicans have said they don't believe the actions alleged by Democrats merit removing Trump from office. You must vote to acquit the president. Because this was a purely partisan impeachment from the start. These articles fail on their face as they do not meet the constitutional standard for impeachable offenses. No amount of testimony could change that fact. And Trump's legal team on Monday presented an unwavering defense of their client, attacking the case as illegitimate, partisan, and an effort to subvert the will of the voters. We put our faith in the Senate because we know you will put your faith in the American people. You will leave this choice to them where it belongs. The final word on Monday came from Democratic Representative Adam Schiff, who argued that while impeachment and removal might seem an extreme measure, the founders meant it to be used in cases such as this. Impeachment. They meant it to be used rarely, but they put it in the Constitution for a reason. For a man who would sell out his country for a political favor. For a man who would threaten the integrity of our elections. For a man who would invite foreign interference in our affairs. For a man who would undermine our national security and that of our allies. For a man like Donald J. Trump. They gave you a remedy, and they meant for you to use it. A final vote to convict or acquit is expected Wednesday. After two days of negotiations, the Philippines and Kuwait finally reached an agreement on a harmonized standard employment contract for Filipino household workers. That contract seeks to prevent the abuse of Filipino workers with provisions allowing household service workers to keep their passports and mobile phones, specifying their work and sleep hours, and allowing at least one day off a week with pay. The contract had been one of Manila's conditions to lift its total deployment ban to Kuwait following the death of overseas Filipino worker Janeline Villavende. Her employers now face murder charges in Kuwait. I think we achieved what we came here for. Uh, we came here for two basic purposes, and that is to get the approval of the proposed uh, harmonized contract of employment that will cover the, uh, our OFWs when they are here. And then, more importantly, we were able to get the assurances of both the Ministry of Justice, the Ministry of uh, Interior, and even the Ministry of uh, uh, Economic Affairs, that our OFW, Ms. Janeline Villavende, will be given justice. And they said it's going to be a swift justice. Labor Secretary Silvestre Bellu III says the lifting of the total deployment ban is now under study. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.